Welcome to The Thaw Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers, and welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. So we are going to be picking up where we left off. This is episode number three of the four-part investing series. Do you have the funds to start investing in the stock market, but you're not quite sure how to pick good companies to invest in or which companies should be on your radar to invest in in the future? Well, my friends, you are in the right place with thousands of publicly traded companies in the stock market to choose from coming up with an investing plan that includes criteria you could use to analyze companies will help you beat overwhelm and also help you strengthen your investing knowledge and boost your overall confidence. So to help you with this, in this episode, we're going to be chatting about the things to look for when picking companies to invest in. Now, a quick note, we're going to cover three criteria that I use in particular, but there are so many others out there. Remember, everyone's criteria is going to be different because we all have different goals and we all have different investing styles. So I encourage you to finish listening to this episode, of course, but also to do your research and do your due diligence before investing in any stocks, right? As a disclaimer, I am not a financial professional and this content is for entertainment purposes only. If you missed the first two episodes in this series or if you're new here, hey, I encourage you to hit pause and go back to listen to episode 96 for how investing in the stock market can improve your finances. We really make the case for why we should consider investing. And then in episode 97, we self-identify as either a short-term or long-term investor. We pick our investing style preferences. So every episode in this investing series builds on the foundation laid out in the previous one. So please go back if you have to. Now, before we jump into all the things, this investing series is made possible with the support of Motley Fool Stock Advisor. I'll be sharing more about them in a moment, but definitely head to the show notes, the blog post that accompanies this podcast episode and check them out. Whether you're just getting started with investing or you're already a savvy investor, at some point you'll be adding new stocks to your portfolio. If you're wondering where to invest your money right now, let me introduce you to Motley Fool Stock Advisor, a subscription service where members get two new stock picks sent directly to their inboxes every month. Motley Fool has been providing trusted investment recommendations for over 28 years, and their proof is in the returns. The Motley Fool has beaten the market by almost five times. So if you're ready to take aim at those financial goals, visit fool.com forward slash TTC to get started. The link will also be in the show notes. Stock advisor returns are 476% as compared to the S&P 500 returns of 132% as of January 27, 2022. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Not all stock advisor picks have performed as well. All investing involves a risk of loss. Individual results may vary. 
All right. So here are the three things that I look for before I invest in any stock and the things I look for to even add different companies to my radar. All right. So number one is understanding the company's business model. This is really important to me for me to just be able to understand what this company does and how they make money. And there are a couple of questions that I ask myself to make sure that I have everything down pat. So what products and services does this company provide? Can I explain what they do to a friend or a five-year-old child? Are they making money right now? And will they be making money in the future? And lastly, who are their competitors? Can I name a few competitors? And do I know what their competitors offer? What's their unique advantage in the industry? So really understanding about the company is really helpful. And it's one of those things that it really makes me feel secure in my decision. So here's an action step for you. If you're looking at a company and you want to read more about them, I encourage you to read the business description, which is found in the business section of the Form 10K. So you might be saying, well, Danielle, what is the Form 10K? So the Form 10K is a comprehensive annual report filed by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, and it shares the company's financial performance. However, in the business section in particular, it provides an overview of a company's main operations, including its products and services. So you can always read up about it, what they're doing, and just to really have a grasp and understanding about what they're offering, that is very, very helpful. Now to find the Form 10K, you can simply do a Google search. So for example, you can do, let's say Amazon Form 10K in the Google search and you'll see the links pop up. So you can go ahead, go to the business section and read all the other sections of including in the Form 10K, okay? Again, this is the annual report. So you can go back and look at other past years as well, all right? So understanding the company's business model is very, very important to me. And I want to know how they're making money or how they anticipate to make money in the future and be able to explain that and understand that for myself. So the second criteria I look for is the 52-week range. The 52-week range is the highest and the lowest price a stock has closed at within the last 52 weeks or a year. So the highest is considered its peak and the lowest price is considered its bottom, okay? The 52-week range stat helps investors determine how a stock has been performing over the last year. And a lot of investors use this to determine their entry points when they're going to go in and buy the stock and their exit points when they're going to go and sell. So for example, if a stock surpasses its 52-week high, it's assumed to have a lot of momentum, right? Because it's going above and beyond its best performance for the year. So you'll have some folks who may want to buy to get in on the action, right? But then at the opposite, if a stock is closing near its 52-week low, you'll have some folks who may want to sell because they're like, okay, this stock is going, it's trending in a downward direction and I want to get out. So again, it really just depends on 
your investing style, and what you're hoping to achieve. So the 52-week range is definitely something that I look at and it really helps me to figure out, okay, when am I going to go in and when am I going to exit? Last but not least, we also have the PE ratios. Now, the PE ratio is one of many, many ratios. So ratios help investors evaluate the performance of a company, but also makes it easier to compare companies in the same industry. So we're comparing apples to apples versus apples to watermelons, for example. So PE or price to earning ratio is a very popular metric that shows if a stock is overvalued or undervalued. It really helps reflect generally how investors feel about the future earnings of a company. So the lower the P.E. ratio, this is saying potentially that the company is undervalued and many investors may have low expectations for future growth of this company. On the other hand, the higher the P.E. ratio, the more overpriced or the overvalued a stock is perceived. However, you will have investors who may be willing to pay a higher stock price because there's expectation for a lot of growth in the future. Anything above 17 is considered a high P.E. ratio and anything below 17 may be considered a low P.E. ratio. So just keep that in the back of your mind. So overall, these are just three of the criteria that I look for and I dig into for each company that I invest in or that I put on my watch list so I can watch it and determine if it's going to be something I invest in now or in the future. So just a quick recap, we have understanding the company's business model, doing a bit of research, what products and services that they provide, 52-week range, where is it on the spectrum? Is it close to the high? Is the pricing close to low? That will help me determine my entry and exit points. And then you have a bunch of ratios, but in particular, a lot of investors look at the PE ratio. And this generally tells you if a stock is overvalued and undervalued. And there's a lot of things you could read into by looking at the PE ratio. While there are a lot more factors you can consider when choosing which stocks invest in, this is a good breaking point for this episode. Join me next time where we're going to be wrapping up this four-part investing series with a list of tools and resources to help you research stocks, okay? We've dug in a little bit into the analysis. Now, what tools should you use to help you to do more research, to do your due diligence? I will also share with you a few of my favorite financial educators that I love their content. Either they have YouTube channels, they have books, courses, all of that. So I'll make sure to share a bunch of my favorite resources in the next episode. So definitely make sure to tune in. Now that's all for this episode, but be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Danielle Desir or Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter, the thought card and share with me what do you take into account when you're evaluating a company? What is your criteria? Do you look at ratios? If so, which ratios? Perhaps you look at momentum and trends and I cannot wait to connect with you then. So I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, 
as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.